0: This is Authors in Focus. Hi, I'm James Reed, a fantasy author publishing under JMD Reed. The first volume of my epic 12-book fantasy series, Shadow of the Dragon, is available for purchase. Check out Foundation of Courage. Today, I'm joined by Lyman Raid. He's the author of Wizard War beacon series how are you doing today Lyman?
1: oh i'm doing great i just got done with my supper and i just um relaxing at home was reading a little bit of a book and just relaxing just having a good time
0: yes i ordered my dinner an hour and 15 minutes ago and i just managed to get it done before we got here because uh, you know they took forever today
1: of course. You know, that's always typical. When you're in a hurry, you know, that's when everything slows down.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll just start these interviews out with a uh, fun question or two. So, uh, Limey, sure. are you a cat person or a dog person?
1: I am more a dog person. I actually have two dogs. And even though I don't have any cats in the house, I have unofficially adopted two cats outside the house in my backyard. Actually, I think they more adopted me than I adopted them. But... In regards to the cat or dog question, I am definitely more of a dog person. Okay.
0: So, um, how long have you wanted to be an author?
1: Well, it really didn't strike me. I mean, I, I've written stuff when I was in high school. I wrote stuff when I was in college. Didn't really do anything with it. And then I met my girlfriend, who she is now my wife. And in 2014, she mentioned something about NaNoWriMo, or National Novel Writing Month, and which was in November. And... I told her I had some ideas for some books and I had some ideas and that, but I never really thought of it. And she's like, well, why don't you do this NaNoWriMo thing and I'll challenge you to write. And I'm like, all right. So I I tried it out, looked at all the information, realized it was like, "Ah, hey, you got to write 50,000 words in a month. And I'm going, I've never written 50,000 words in my life at one time. I mean, maybe, maybe college paper or something, but not in a single month period. That's insane. Um, but she challenged me. And I was able to write the first draft of a book for, which is now the first book of my Ghost One military series. And from there, it just basically it was something I was like, you know, I'm actually really enjoying doing this. So I'm just going to keep doing it. And um that's where I've gone is is I wrote military fiction for a while, and then I switched gears to an interesting situation. And now I have a massive love for writing fantasy. Okay.
0: And yet, I feel like there's still military stuff in there, because your novel is called Wizard's War. There is. It makes me feel like there might be a war in it with military stuff. Just a a hunch I
1: have. (laughs) Yeah, there's a a few, you know, there's a few uh, mentions in, uh, you know, military movements and, um, you know, flanking of this and, you know, watch your fire, that kind of stuff. So yeah, I definitely use some of my military background. Um, in this one but it's a totally different feel for a book and in, in style and genre and everything than what you would expect in an actual military uh suspense thriller
0: yeah well i mean uh my first series was like a mix of epic and military fantasy so oh, no. yeah it was fun it was like uh it was like naval military fantasy so oh okay i just ripped off um master and commander because i love that movie <laughs>
1: That's a good movie. I have to give, I good. figure they say that uh, a lot of the naval uh, battles were very accurate.
0: Yes, from. yeah they uh, they did their they did their research on that. They sure did. And um, uh, well, and of course the uh, I believe his name's O'Brien, the guy who writes all the books. He's like really into his uh you know his naval his you know uh nineteenth century naval warfare. <laughs> so,
1: he's he's a he's a he's a naval uh. uh a naval historian of uh, older older centuries. And I think it really, you know, when you have something that you're passionate about, like as history or something, and then you can use that in your writing, that just honestly kind of gives you a, I don't know, almost an unfair advantage than others that are writing because a lot of people have to really research to get something that resembles or is somewhat accurate. Whereas if you're a passionate person about a particular subject or matter that kind of already comes to you that you can just play off of it without
0: having to do all that research. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know if you ever watched the Battlestar Galactica remake that Sci-Fi did. I watch. have not. Well, it's very, it has a lot of the, Ronald D. Moore, the guy who created he was a former naval officer, right. and so he really makes it feel like, you know, that it's a very authentic military on there with a uh, like, he understands, like, the hierarchy and stuff. Like, you know, how, uh, like, I don't think you, you, sometimes you see people try to portray the military and they have kind of no idea about, like, the hierarchy, the chain of command, Yeah, and like that. Yeah,
1: the ranks. It's like, yeah. where, where did that rank come from?
0: There was a really interesting one where, like, they're, this little group gets stranded on a planet and they're being hunted by the enemy and the lieutenant, it, you know, he's the surviving officer. He's like a pilot. He's really shouldn't be in charge of this, but he's the only officer on the ground. <laughs> and, wow. um, the, there's a, and the deck chief is like the ranking NCO and he's, it's clearly he's not on board with this guy's plan, but like this dude, the guy in charge and he just tears into the civilian who's trying to like undermine the guy's authority. <laughs> Even though you know the guy's like, I don't want to be doing your plan, LT. Your plan is dumb as fuck. But
1: no, I mean, you know. He's trying to, you know, all, he's
0: trying to like, pull him aside and say, hey, hey let's, this is let's think about this, right? Like, yeah. you're not, not undermining him in front of the other enlisted, right?
1: Yeah, you know? you know, and with, you know, no offense to lieutenants. I mean, I had some, some different lieutenants when I was in the Army that I I questioned their their capabilities. Sometimes I even question their. How did you become a lieutenant? I mean, other than graduating officer school, right. I, I still want to know how did you graduate officer school because you can't do anything. I mean, your your land nav capabilities, your marching. You're sucking here, man. Um, <laughs> sorry, you know. So I can see that.
0: Yeah, but like I don't know. That's what I like. I don't know. I like. I mean, I like. I'm a fan of like fantasy and military history so like it was fun writing military fantasy well, blame you, and trying to get that I mean I don't know if I, I succeeded like I tried to do my best so like I didn't I didn't serve in the military uh, my dad did but I, I never did
1: hey you know what as long as you try your best and you had fun writing it that's really where it comes down to
0: oh I love yeah well, I always love writing my stuff even when it's painful <laughs> to write like <laughs> emotionally painful or like you're like oh this sucks I'm killing a character today
1: yeah, or you're in a you know you've just got done with a big action scene, and you know you have to do those slow scenes afterwards, and you're just like I really don't want to do these scenes, Absolutely.
0: but they those have
1: the, to be done.
0: Those are more of the scenes I like. Uh, the big action stuff I always have to like force myself to get into like outlining it. It's like writing is fine, but like because I have to do I have to outline it, and I just know it's a oh, big gotcha. it's a big you know Charlie Foxtrot, and I just don't. <laughs> <want to laughs> <still work.
1: laughs> I you I understand complicated.
0: What like, You can get complicated when you're dealing with, like...
1: Multiple armies.
0: With multiple armies, like, and then you throw dragons in there, so you have, like, a three-dimensional... It's like, you know, you're doing, like, fighter... You well... Know, you're playing combat I, and army stuff. You no,
1: know, um, just for... Book five of my series ends up with... One, two, three... Four armies. And when I got done writing the initial uh, initial draft... I completely forgot the Fifth Army. Oh, no. I'm just looking at my book going, I know it looks a little short, but why? And then I actually went back and started reading, and I'm going, <laughs> um, there's a whole army missing here, guys. Um, yeah, i got to go back and rewrite part of this, because that kind of needs to be there.
0: I've forgotten a character once.
1: Oh, gosh. I haven't done that yet. I've gotten close.
0: Like, not an important character, but I suddenly was like, happened to this character? Like, this character is <laughs> supposed to be with them, and I have seemed to have forgotten it, and I would do it all the time with this pet that in my last series I wrote, like, I had a little, like, mascot pet, you know? Oh, right, right. You know, it was just there, you know? He's
1: just there as accompaniment, and, you know, then right. all of a he's not, and you're
0: like, And then, what? like, I just no. forget to, like, mention the the pet for, like, 13 chapters.
1: Yeah, well, the you pet know, was like, there, but didn't really have much to do, so it was sleeping. Sure, there we go. We'll just say it was sleeping and call it good. Well, you know, it had the pet had some
0: character, so. <laughs> True. So I was like, I'd always have to like add, and my notes like remember to add, like make add references to the like, on rewrites to just add little references.
1: Well, I've got a series I'm working on right now. In one part of the book, they talk about a king. Next part of the book, they're talking about a dead king. Third part of the book, they're talking about a king again. I'm going. Oh, this isn't making sense.
0: Oh yeah, no, I did that. I, uh... What am
1: I on here? Come on, I got to back this up and actually make some sense out of this because this is i'm missing some major holes here this is yeah, wrong you know,
0: book 12 of my series i'm like oh hey i'm so like i i'm going through my rewrites on it after i had like written like i i wrote all the series and i rewrote the and then i did all my edits for the series and so i get up to book 12 and i'm like oh hey she's got the spear oh shoot i broke that spear at the end of book 10 she shouldn't have that spear and oh no she's doing too much with that spear oh god
1: yeah, it's what like, wait, touch? now how am I going to go back to, you know, how do I unbreak the spear so she can still play with the spear in this book? And it's That makes it hard.
0: Well, she made the spear herself, so I just had her make a new spear. Oh, that was that the was... easiest solution. So I still had the spear break, but then she just can make a new spear. She, well, if
1: she's the one who originally created. That should be easy to do, right?
0: It's only, you know, two days of chanting the same magical formula over and over again, you know, Ooh. while you're kind of in the zone and, you know, you don't smell great after that. And,
1: uh, no, no.
0: This is this is my reason why there aren't a lot of magical items in my world, even though wizards could make them, because it takes a wizard like two to three days straight of doing something, and they just, they just don't want to do that. Yep, <laughs> you do it, I, you do it a couple times, and you're just like, Nah, I'm like 30 now, I can't do this anymore.
1: Yeah, I I have most of my wizards like the 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 two, the, the high wizard, and a lot of the like okay, so the men and the women in my stories. Um, for this particular series, they have magic abilities. They can use magic. Um, they can craft spells for fire, lightning, water. Um, the women have healing capabilities. The men don't. The women are in total authority over everything that happens. They just don't want to deal with the mundane and boring stuff of government stuff, so they let the men deal with all that. But I have the High Wizard basically in the background. He, every once in a while, he'll pop his head out and talk about some stuff, But then he's like, I gotta go back, and I gotta keep working on creating my creatures and my beasts and you know, other things. So yeah, he's always there, but you never see him, because he's always trying to create something.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. I, I just, I had a number of characters with magic, and I was, it was just like, well, I need to really kind of, because like, I don't have a lot of magic I'm floating around, so I wanted it not to have that sort of world, and I was like, well, I need to kind of Come with the reason, like well, because just how it works. So it 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 works the same way the spells do. Like the spells, they have to like chant the same thing over and over. But you don't have to do it for like a bunch of days straight, right? Because um, you're just sort of like f- mentally focusing your mind. You're just kind of telling them, f- you know, what to do, and you're filling like a little arcane incanting construct with power. And I'm like, well, magic God, i'm just like you've just filled something so much with power, it's just become like a well itself that just constantly draws power in. At that point, true, you're no longer true. having to do it. And that's all the enchanting is. And oh, so makes sense. And I was like, all right, well, that just takes a very, like, like, let's say it takes five minutes to cast spell. Well, it's, like, a hundred times that. Oh, enchant. I got it. So, so I was like, yeah, I was like, all right, there, good. And then then you go, like, and then you just say, like, do you want to spend, like, two days straight, like, chanting, going horse, getting dehydrated <laughs> and, hung, uh, know, no, and headaches and sleep deprived and... And then no. what if the spell doesn't work? What if you know you say you
1: mess up toward the end? Then what? You know yeah, what
0: I mean? well, that's that's true, but kinda, they kind of they kind of like practice before they you know they do well, that. They course, get, yeah, get the basics
1: down. They get some experience under their belt.
0: Yeah, so uh, let's let's talk a bit more about Wizard War. It's uh it's about Harson. I said that Yep, he's 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 been uh, chosen to deliver uh, an important message as this sort of war breaks out, and uh he sort of gets saddled. And joined up with this uh, woman named Abme. Correct. And uh, their cultures kind of don't get along, but they're kind of forced together by circumstances. Is that correct?
1: That's correct. So they actually uh-huh. used to be one land. Um, Harsan is from the Alamor Mountains, which used to be part of Rauna. So it used to be one big land. There was a major disagreement within the council on a couple things that made them split off. So then that group, which I always call is the uh, detractors or the deflectors, they decided to take off and they made the Alamoran Mountains. their basically their home and because it's all separated by the Volred Forest, so it was a natural barrier between the two lands. And Harsan is Alamoran, Avme is Rahunan. She's actually the High Elder, Basilier's daughter. And she is also on the council, and she's also one of the commanders of the Rixies. So she has a significant amount of authority, power, and, uh, you know, she has a lot of say in what can happen with her and her other sisters. So, kind of interesting that they both ended up to, um, being paired under warlike situational circumstances.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Uh, so, um, who's our kind of villain in this story?
1: It's actually, it's. Uh, It's a young wizard by the name of Melonic. And what has happened is Melonic believes that the High Wizard, Perithurus, that the High Wizard, he was rightfully never allowed to take his place as the High Wizard of the lands. The High Wizard basically has full control over the magic capabilities and also is the keeper of the Beacon of McCune, or the Beacon of Power and Light. And... Melonic believes that he should have been given the right to challenge Perithras for the position of High Wizard. Perithras basically shut him down really quick on that. So Melonic basically said, "Okay, well, then if I can't diplomatically do this, I am going to basically do this by force and thus declares war. So that's the reason why it's named Wizards War, because it's really the two wizards dueling for power, but they're going to use everybody underneath him uh, to try to make that happen.
0: Gosh, I was just watching I think a lore video on Tolkien today. And there was mm-hmm. a, I think something Tolkien wrote is like um he was talking about Sauron, but he's like like all oh, great lords, Sauron uses others to fight for him. Yep. And so yeah, I, was I mean, just, look at look at Darth Vader. I mean
1: Darth Vader did the exact same thing.
0: Yeah, well and he's also the, the emperor's you know
1: Aaron Exactly. Boy. Everything trickles down. You know, mm-hmm. he was the emperor's pawn Everybody else was Darth Vader's pawn, so.
0: I mean, And then just the Emperor just sat on the throne. Like, even there at the end, he was just, like, chilling on his throne until.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, eh, I'm just going to, oh, okay. Listen, I- he's like,
0: he looks like he, he's, like, 80, you know. He just needs a good, he just wants to sit, relax. Do you blame Watch him? That's a good fight.
1: I wouldn't i him. I'd, 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 I'd be pulling up a drink, getting, sitting back, just chilling. And... Come yeah. on, give me the light show. Let me see these things pew-pewing everywhere. Come on, go.
0: Like as as bad as the prequels are, like his story of how he like took power was I rather like.
1: Yeah, that was I did like that.
0: Yeah, I mean he he worked he was really working behind the scenes. You know he he earned he he earned his break there.
1: Yeah, he 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 deserved the right to chill out. Yeah.
0: All right, so uh, where did you get the idea for Wizard War from?
1: All right, so this is where the interesting uh, unusual circumstance came from when I was writing the military <laughs> fiction series. I basically told myself, this is what I want to write. I enjoy writing these. This is where I'm going to go. And somebody asked me, ironically, hey, do you ever see yourself writing sci-fi? Do you ever see you writing any other genre? And I said, no. Yeah, I get that. I, I, yeah. I, you know, and I'm like, no, this is my thing. This is my jam. Well, I had a tooth I had to get removed. And yeah. I hate the dentist like most people do. You know, I, I'm not a fan of the paint. I'm just not a fan of the paint. I'm not a fan of the scraping. I, ugh, I know. That just, uh, just drives me bonkers. So I get there and they're like, well, we've got that, you know, the nitrous oxide, the laughing gas, basically that numbing, the gas that you, can, you they put over your, your mouth and your little mask. You want that? And I said, yes, give me that. Knock me out. I'll be happy to take that stuff. That's where this came from. Oh. Uh, I had a weird, I don't think I was asleep. I just think I was having weird visions, weird thoughts. And I literally came up with this idea from being in that chair on the nitrous oxide and came up with this idea, you know, this could be a good idea. And literally, as I got done and everything else, and they're checking me out and everything else, by the time I go home, I've got gauze in my gum and my yeah. my cheek is this chipmunk cheek, and I'm literally sitting at the computer typing out my basic idea for this story, <laughs> and that's where it ended up. So, you know, I'm yeah. just telling everybody never count out going to the dentist because oh. you never know where the next idea may come from.
0: Like, okay, so I've had when I had my wisdom teeth, I had to have them surgically removed before they came out when I was a oh child. wow, and I was like fourteen. And And um, so they they had to put me under because uh, mm-hmm. that's not you can't do that with local. But like, I don't even remember any of it. I literally the doctors like count down from 10. I went 10, 9, 8. And then I suddenly had gauze in my mouth and I was still trying to count. And Apparently, I had a surgery and everything and I have like a an, no break in my consciousness at all. <laughs> like yeah, I literally it, just was awesome. like count trying to continue counting again with the, my mouth full of gauze and g- really confused.
1: Right, right. Oh, I bet.
0: Whereas I don't know, I don't know. I know I remember when I saw my mom they gave her like she was having a she's having like a a low procedure to check a cyst and uh right. you know cuz they thought it you know it might be cancer it wasn't. So Good. Good. It was That's always good. It was but, like, uh, so she had to just go in, and then she's, like, the doctor's, like, hey, do you want, like, uh, something to, like, relax you before we go in? And her mother's, like, an earner. She's, like, yeah, she wants that. And then my mom got so loopy. <laughs> <the> first <laughs> <video>. <laughs> oh, first, you know, can't. those videos, it's right? Awesome. The people, like, tripping on stuff that you see on, it was exactly, like. All those was,
1: videos, like.
0: Well, like the- yeah, none of us filmed her, because. Well, that's.
1: You know, I'm just, I'll just say this, I'm glad I grew up in a time and, time and place that we didn't have cameras everywhere recording what we were doing, because man, I did some stupid stuff.
0: Yeah, I guess, I didn't really do too much stupid stuff, I was, I think I skipped generations. Just listening to my dad talk, I'm like, yeah, you were like a crazy generation, <laughs> and my brother were like a sane generation, and if either of us ever had kids, I imagine our kids would be crazy.
1: Well, that's possible.
0: I'm just yeah, yeah. But I
1: mean, my brother and I, we we lived out. My parents lived like two miles out of the city, so we had like a, a little over a half three quarter of an acre area, and my brother yeah. and I were, we were always either cutting trees down, digging holes, or blowing something up that we weren't supposed to be.
0: That's how it started when my parents bought this house, and within a year, the all the pasture land around it got bought out and turned into a housing development. Oh wow! And like now, there's like. Like, I grew up, it was, like, kind of the sticks. Like I said, there was, like, the, we could, like, go down this little dirt road to, like, a llama thing. My dad chopped wood just up the street on this big, like, pasture. Like, our landlord, he owned this huge forest, and he's, like, oh, a go chop wow. wood, right? Because we had a wood-burning stove, so the dad just...
1: Oh, yeah, that's
0: nice. Because we had a house that was built, you know, with, like... I mean, it had an oil furnace, but it also... They had a wood-burning stove that could heat the house, too.
1: That's yeah. always nice during the winter, because you get that woodsy, smoke right. feeling.
0: And now there's a... Uh, now there's a a Target across the street. Basically Oh lord. Like the cuz like my house was two blocks away from like the main like highway. Oh wow. the
1: close.
0: Right, but like there was nothing out there when I was a kid. Like you we had to drive like an hour to get to the stores, but now there's a Target just on the other side of that highway.
1: Well, like, at least you don't have to go far to get get stuff. That's all i can think.
0: I don't, it. I don't live anywhere near there anymore. No, right? I know, but like, I'm just there, saying.
1: At this point now,
0: like a, it's a big I, 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 I played 40k back in the 90s. You know, Warhammer.
1: Oh yeah, like,
0: we had to drive like we had to drive like to this outlet mall that was nowhere near us to get anything. Now there's like a GW store that's in that strip mall by the place they opened by my house. <laughs> <laughs> like, God, if that was there when I was a kid.
1: Oh yeah, no, for sure. I mean. You know, we lived two and a half miles outside the city. We didn't, we, there was no internet out there. You know, we didn't have cable out there. Internet. Yeah, it was, you know, I we mean. Get,
0: yeah, get, it was just dial up when we got internet, so it was just, yeah.
1: We never, we never got, in fact, I don't even think my parents have internet yet. <laughs> I mean, they, no, I'm, I mean, serious. I'm thinking about this here. Um, that whole area still is not developed. Which is which is crazy to think about now, you know, from all these years back. But no, they don't have internet out there. They don't have cable.
0: No, I just I don't, I don't know. know how we just lived, in, we sure. just lived in the boonies, and then that was where all the population moving into the state was going. Yeah, was like the closest place to put people next to Seattle, mm-hmm. like without having to pay Seattle prices because we're in the next county over. It oh, true. Just like, yeah. But um, if you want to let our listeners know where they can connect with you on the internet.
1: Sure. So I am mostly on Facebook. Um, it's Lyman's World of Words and you can find me there or I am working on a TikTok and my wife is convincing me or trying to convince me to get that. Um, also working on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me there, author Lyman rate on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, author Lyman rate will be the one I also have for TikTok. So you can look for me there or you can find everything on my website, LymanRate.com. And you can find all about my books, and you can also find out about you know, other things that I'm doing as well within the writing community and that.
0: All right. Well, it was really great talking with you, Lemon.
1: Likewise. It's been a pleasure. All right. Well, you have a good one. You too. It was a pleasure speaking with you, and have a great night.
0: This has been Authors in Focus. You can find my fantasy novels on Amazon, follow news of my writing at my blog jmd and follow me on twitter at jmd Reed. you can also join my reader group on facebook fantastical worlds of the imagination you can find more episodes of the podcast at fantasy-focus.com or wherever your favorite podcast is posted